back together <laughs> yeah the league's back together it's, it's all you know the league is great again yeah you know what i think it was who was it that was here last time that said they were gonna make this fantasy football great again <laughs> i don't know uh well we had the lo- the owner of the llamas here yeah he was here but then skip palos was, skip here. Palos I think was that's, here maybe that's who it was maybe i don't know it, that la- that week was a real blur yeah, so yeah. much that I disappeared for a week. It was uh, so it was so crazy. I I left for a week. That was a tough week for me. Let's not talk about it too much. <laughs> that was so that was tough. Yeah, it was tough. I I I, I, I listened to it. I enjoyed it, <laughs> but I know it was tough for you. And I'm sorry that you were put in that position. I forgot that I that even happened. Actually, I blocked that out of my memory. I had a <laughs> nice Thanksgiving. <laughs> And I forgot that dark time of my life. You ate it, it away. You ate it away is what you did. Yeah, I got into a real food coma and passed out for a couple of days. And <laughs> I'm back at it and now, and are. I feel good. Here we are. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Fantasy football is, well, as yeah. much as I hate to say it, great again. Yeah, I mean, it. it's the last week of the season, and, you know, we're talking about people reuniting and not, not wanting to quit. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, the owner of They're Fantasy Lives Matter and the commissioners <laughs> reuniting, taking a picture together uh, to show the world that they're, yeah. they're fine. They're putting yeah. the past behind them. Yeah, that was like drinking a big, warm boat of gravy. It covered my throat and it warmed my soul. That's right. And uh, that picture just brought a lot of warm feelings into my tummy at uh, the time that I really needed it. Uh, you know, I don't say where I was. Maybe I was curled up on my couch and with all the lights off. I don't know where I was. Maybe right. I had a blanket all over me. Who knows? Uh, and I was shivering. But and then I turn on my phone, and next thing I know, there's a picture of you know these guys hugging each other, and it's you know Thanksgiving spirit, and the holidays are here, and Absolutely. Black Friday, and uh, Small Business Saturday, and S- Cyber Monday. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know any more of the holidays. I don't know any more of the yeah. What's next Christmas? It was like the last couple of weeks of the, of this season has been like a Hallmark movie, you know, where like it was great in the beginning, and there in the middle it throws you a twist, and there's a lot of tragedy and a lot of so much drama, and then there yeah. at the end there's a the lot, picture. A lot know? of bad acting. Yeah, uh, maybe through text messages, right. but like there was a lot of bad acting. Yeah, and people maybe storming out of conversations. Right. Uh, But you knew they were going to come back. You knew it. Right. And then, you know, at the ending there, the picture shows up, and it's a happy ending. And here we are, last (sighs) week of the regular season. We're here, and I'm so happy the season's still alive for this league. Absolutely. Uh, And uh, there's some real tough competitors, some real uh, tough nuts to crack. And uh, I am anxious to see what this last week here brings us. Uh, But I guess more importantly, what last week brought us. That's right. And that's going to get us right in. To the Little Woods opening drive. We're going to talk about last week. It wasn't a lot of like, it didn't do a whole lot as far as, I mean, it shook up the standings a little bit. Yeah. But as far as like, 
as far as like where we are with teams making the playoffs, I mean, the first five people are in. You know, the first right. five owners in in this league are in. It's really coming down to that last spot, and you know the MFers losing last week didn't help their case at all. I think if they win, you know, I think it probably changes the outlook of his game this week. You know, yeah. the llamas getting beat, not really putting up good numbers, didn't help him. I mean, that was a demoralizing loss. You know, uh, it's not like the has-beens did anything special there. No, no, not like points. they've even been doing anything special the last couple of weeks, to tell you the truth. But they're a team that's going to somehow limp into these playoffs, and they may even limp into these playoffs with a bye. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to score 130 points and still win big is unbelievable to me. I mean, you look at the other scores in this league by winners, you know, 149 by the knuckle push. You know, Fantasy Lives Matters with wins with 130 points. It's crazy. And then, you know, I mean, the Lemmings and uh, the Bulls score huge this huge. week. Huge. They've just been crazy. But, I mean, the MFers puts up 153 points and loses by 30 points. That's you unbelievable. Know? It's crazy. I, I, I don't know. I it just seemed like. Uh, I think we saw some teams give up, in a certain ways. Yeah. I think Tim's toes just they're yeah. packing it in. They're right. putting on their winter boots and tucking them toes away tight. And it you know goodbye season. The things the season's over for them. They're ready to shovel some snow. Well, and fantasy lives matter. Basically, with their win, you know, makes them not um, capable of being in last place. Which yeah. means you're not throwing the party at the end of the year. It's just unbelievable. Uh, it's it yeah. unbelievable. I just, I don't know. This Fantasy Lives Matter team somehow making a late push there, but it's just too little too late after the, the, the fireworks that they caused. Absolutely. Uh, and then, you know, Doug's Lemmings. I mean, <sighs> this team, once again, them and the Bulls, really, both of them, yeah. are, well, are sitting at the top of this league right now. and. You know, if you would have told me at the beginning of this year that these two teams, even after week four, right. that these two teams were going to be sitting one and two going into the last week of the regular season, I would have laughed at you. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, what I don't understand uh, is that this Livings team somehow has turned it on. You know why, though? It's because, it's because this Cardinals offense uh, has finally realized they can't throw the ball, and the only way they can win is just to run the ball a million times, right. number one. And then, uh, once again, I'll bring up this Mike Evans trade, which is ridiculous. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if we're talking about somebody that's maybe secretly sabotaging this league this year, I think it could be this Water Tower team. Yeah. I mean, that is a god-awful trade. And, uh, you know, well, you from what I understand, those two teams are tight. Absolutely. I mean, you've seen how it's affected the league. I mean, it continues to have the limits. I mean, the limits are on a seven-game win streak. This is a team that only has, you know, two or three guys score points every week. Right. Uh, and then the Bulls, on top of it, they're sitting at 9-3. and three. If you would have told me at the beginning of this year after the draft or even after the trade with the Hesbans, that this team was going to be sitting in first place at 9-3, and three, I would ask what kind of drugs you're on, and I would like some of yeah, them. Yeah, totally. Because yeah. I just don't see how this team continues to win. I mean, look at this. 187 points. 187 points. I mean, you look at this. Williams from San Diego gets 21 points. 
You know, Golden Tate all, all of a sudden starts scoring. Tim Hightower, <laughs> he scored Tim 19 Hightower. points from his kicker. I mean, yeah. this is unbelievable. He's yeah. pulled points out of just thin air. I'll say the two, the one difference between the Bulls and the Lemmings is that I actually have heard of some of the players on the Lemmings team. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, the main, Absolutely. that's the main difference here. Is that this li- this Living's team actually has some name recognition on it? This Bulls team is doing this with B League players, B League, C League players. Yeah, I mean this. I mean Devonte Adams gets twenty eight points. All of a sudden, he's the guy that can only do something for the Packers now. I don't understand how <laughs> makes he's no sense. scoring. Uh, I'll tell you that almost, Bulls team almost makes it twenty points more than he's projected. I don't understand. That's outrageous. Yeah, this Bulls team—it's uh, kind of like the Packers, where sometimes they surprise you. Don't it's, expect them to be good this year. They yeah. should be, maybe. Well, I would have said that earlier in the year. Right. But not anymore. This Bulls team—I thought they mailed it in, uh, and then somehow, some way, they're they're first place. I just don't get it. It's it, it's staggering to me that it's this way. And somehow the has-beens win again 131 points, 12 points lower than they're projected, and somehow pulls out a win because... They pull the out a win with so, Cook scoring zero for them. Absolutely. I mean, Gronk doesn't score, which is crazy. Um, he doesn't get a whole lot of projection. I mean, Witten gets him six. One of his running backs only gets him 11. You know, his top wide receiver gets him 13, and somehow he oh, wins. I was looking at the rock team. And you look <laughs> at uh, the standings, yeah. and you look at his – he's only given up 1,400 points in this year. You talk about a weak schedule. Uh, I was just looking at I was just looking at this the other day. I was like, you know who's played the weakest schedule this year? Obviously, is the Bulls. They've played easily the weakest schedule because they have scored like the fewest amount of points in the league right. practically uh, for a team that's even close to the playoffs. But no, I'm actually wrong. This Hasbins team has had the weakest schedule of the entire year. Absolutely. They've had the least amount of points scored against them. And only uh, 1400 points. It's ridiculous. Which is like almost 1000 points less than the next team, which is insane. And that you wonder why they may be going into the playoffs with a bye. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's astonishing that uh, the husbands have been able to be on a run that they're on because of the schedule that they're putting. And that, you know, I mean, it's not his fault. You know, you can't blame um, the husbands owner for playing the schedule sure. he plays. But, sure. you know, it's one of those things like, you know, hasn't this guy won enough? I mean, yeah, and then he somehow true. gets the easiest schedule in the league. I mean, it's... This goes back again to my theory that Yahoo is something to do <laughs> with this entire situation. But, uh, you know, like I said before, I've emailed the higher-ups at Yahoo, and I'm still waiting for a response. Thank you very much. I mean, uh, I'm, we're going to have to send some people to talk to, uh, you know, Yahoo about this because this is it's ridiculous is well, what it is. I mean, these projected numbers are wrong. Uh, you know, the projected scores are wrong. Uh, some people somehow are uh, getting the weakest schedule. You know, who makes up the schedule? Well, it's Yahoo. So, you know, uh, we don't know who's doing what over there and what relation they have to Dupo, but... Uh, apparently there's something going on, and uh, we're going to get to the bottom of it, and there is a long off-season coming up. Thank you very much, Mr. Yahoo. Very much, Mr. Yahoo.
Uh, mister, yeah. So let's look at the standings. Let's look at the standings right now. After after what happened last week, going in to the last week of the regular season, a very crucial week for a lot of teams. Um, you got the Bulls there first place after winning. Lemmings has won seven in a row and sitting at eight and four. The Hasbins uh, have won two in a row. They're at eight and four. They're sitting in three spots, so they're just out of a bye um, based right now. If the season were to end today. Um, based on the fact that they haven't scored enough points. Uh, the Roddy Rafter Bunch is number four. Then the Knuckle Push, which is, you know, has played some obviously a tough schedule, um, sitting at seven and five with yeah. a matchup against the Bulls this week. I mean, this team has, you know, crawled its way back in, into the playoffs. I mean, look at that. They've scored 1,800 points yeah. this year. That's the most in the league. Absolutely. They're going to end the season with the most points in the league. Yeah. And somehow, you know. Barely make it in. Yeah. I mean, in the in the five spot, uh, it's pretty much a lock that they'll be in the five spot. Right. Um, you know, unless some, a couple of the, you know, like if the Lemmings, Hasbins, or the Rowdy Rafter Bunch happen to lose, then you could see some possible shuffling just based on the fact that the Knuckle Push have scored so many points that's that's the thing that could change this and that's what changed last week going into this week absolutely i mean these standings got rocked like you said uh you know nothing big in terms of uh you know somebody getting a win that's going to lock them up in the playoffs necessarily that that surprises us uh but it did shake up the the front half of the standings and that has a big impact on buys this year absolutely and then Sitting there, at, I'm gonna put them together at six and seven. Six and seven is the Daily Llamas and the MFers. Both are on a three-game losing streak. The Daily Llamas are in the sixth place spot right now, um, at five and seven, and then right behind them is the MFers at four and eight. You have Tim's Trifer team at four and eight, um, as well as Fantasy Lives Matter and the Blue Water Tower at three and nine. So Blue if you look at tower. it, oh gosh! I mean, if you look at it right now, the first five teams are locked. Um, where they land in the standings, um, time will only tell after this week. Yeah, but yeah. if you look at it, that sixth playoff spot, I mean, you really theoretically, you have four teams vying for that spot. Um, because you could all you could have a bunch of people finishing at five and eight. Um, but I think it's really going to come down to the MFers and the Daily Llamas. Yeah, I mean, if Tim's te- terrific team, if those toes go off, if those toes go crazy, they might have a shot at this. If they have, like, a crazy 200-point week, yeah. get their win, we could be talking about a Tim's toes situation, uh, you know, kind of dancing its way along up into that sixth playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, because basically he's got to beat – the has-beens, and he's got to score, you know, if the MFers happen to win, he's got to score, um, you know, 40 points more than the MFers to get into the playoffs. Which is not crazy, though. It's I mean, not the crazy Lama, to think about. didn't even score 100 points last yeah, week. Yeah, it's not crazy to think about. And the MFers could beat them. If they have another week like that this week, and the MFers don't have a huge week, but Tim's team does... Yeah, I mean, those toes. Because think about this. Look at those toes. Look at them toes. Because think about this. If the toes win, they would be at 5-8. and eight. Yes. And if the MFers win, they'll be at 5-8, and eight, right? 
So right. then they would have to score about 40 points or so, um, which is not – it's not crazy. It's not crazy. It's not out of the question. No. That's for sure. It's not out of the question. But I think I think when you really look at it, it's probably going to come down to the llamas and the MFers. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, uh, especially the MFers have scored a decent amount of points the last couple of weeks. You know, 153 last week. Um, then they week 11 was 112. Um, and then 146. So, I mean, they're putting up in that 140s. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you could definitely see if they would only put up 115, 120 points and somehow them toes go I off. Mean, that, you never know. You know, it's I something mean, that could happen. crazier things have happened Absolutely. this year. Crazier things have happened. You know, I would love to see those toes, you know, twinkle their way into the playoffs. <laughs> That's right. That would be interesting. Yeah, Get the sure, toes in sure it would be. Sure it would be. As a guy who really appreciates a nice shaved toe, uh, I am sure that Tim's toes will be groomed up and all ready for the playoffs when necessary. Absolutely. Uh, so let's let's get let's look at some playoff outlooks. What do you think? What do you think? Give me your top six. Who's gonna Who's gonna be at number one? Who's gonna be at number six? Give me the roundup on what you think these teams are gonna land come Monday night when the games are over. Well, I gotta tell you what I'm looking at here. Okay, so at the beginning or at the top of the rankings here, based off of this week's matchups that are coming up here. Uh, I have to say, I'm going to say uh, Doug's Lemmings will move into that one spot because he will have the best record in the league at that point. He's going to be at eight. Well, I, you know, yeah, but, well, yeah. I think if he scores big like he has normally been doing, we will see Doug's Lemmings at the very top in that number one spot. Okay. Going into the playoffs there. Okay. What I also see happening here is this has-beens team somehow limping through again, and they will win uh, against Tim's Toes. Um, Tim's Toes is only projected at like 116 points here. So, uh, like we said, you know, if he has a huge week, somehow he gets in the playoffs. But that means he'll be putting the has-beens down, uh, which could have big implications on this. But I'm going with the has-beens coming in at the number two spot. That'll round out your buys, though. Right. Those two teams would get a buy. For the first week. For the first week of the playoffs. Now, what I also see happening is this Bulls team, it's not like they've been scoring big like they did last week. Right. Every week for the last few weeks. You know, they've had some weeks where they've been stumbling. Right. And uh, yeah, i got to say, I'm seeing that happen again while this knuckle push team coming up this week starts ramping itself up for the playoffs, getting a little rowdy, and uh, they will be putting up a considerable amount of points this week and pushing the rowdy, or the Cockeyed-Sucking Bulls team down to 9-4 and four as well. But their point total is so low that I just don't see how this Bulls team is going to do anything but end up in a three spot at that point. Okay. So, uh, like I said, if, I'm, if, if Dick Knuckle Push wins that game like we expect, I can see him going into the... Into, uh, the uh, the four spot potentially okay here potentially okay um, that would put him at eight and five um, now he will well actually that eh, well, we'll see here we'll see actually now that I've taken a look here and I'm looking a little bit harder uh, you know that rowdy rafter bunch is playing against the blue water tower this week that is more than likely going to be a win for that team and that'll put that team 
at nine and four. But his point total is relatively low, so I think that's probably going to keep him into the uh, well, that'll keep him into the three or four spot there. So, uh, you know, I got to retract that. I'm going to go with Dick, Dick Knuckle Push, probably staying in that five spot. I got to say you're right on that one. Okay. Um, so, it'll be the Bulls or the Bunch in that three or four spot, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. So, and more than likely, I'm going to see the Rowdy Rafter Bunch go there because the cockeyed sucking Bulls are probably, just because of point total again, right. we could see them playing Dick Knuckle Push again in the right. first week of the playoffs. Yeah. So what we got here is, after I took a little harder look, uh, the three spot will be the Rowdy Rafter Bunch. Okay. The so four the spot will be the Bulls. The Bulls in the four spot. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Knuckle Push in the five spot. Okay. And then that six spot. The six <sighs> spot is going to come down to the big matchup this week. It's coming down to the big matchup. Of the Llamas and the MFers. And I'm going to have to go with the team that I've been on the side of all year long. Okay. And I'm going with that day the Llamas team. The Llamas in the six spot. So it'll be in the first week of the playoffs. We're going to see the Rowdy Rafter Bunch versus the Daily Llamas. Right. That's the 3-6 matchup. And we can see the Bulls. First, the Dick Knuckle Push. That's right. And that's the 4-5 matchup. Right. And then the winner of the 3-6 would go against the number two team. And the winner of the 4-5 would go against the one team. I believe I that's believe, how it would I work. believe that's how it should be. I, think, I believe that's how it will be. I believe that's how it will work. Yeah, because uh, we're going to have to go with the potential last seed going against the first seed, right? I don't know. I don't know how. What's it say? What does Yahoo say? I don't Let's even know how they work because every time see. I try to scroll over to it, it's just got a little smirky face looking at me. That's <laughs> the same thing Yahoo's been doing it to me all season long with these point projections. I can't get any of these games straight. And, uh, you know, and it's the same way that I don't understand how they set up the uh, set up these uh, these playoff. I don't uh, know either. It says here. here I'm just looking at the league settings. Oh jeez! I know. Um, See, you can't find any information. The playoffs are week fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Okay. Um, There is no playoff reseeding. It says. So. Okay, great. Thanks for the information, uh, Yahoo. Yeah, I'm just assuming that's how it would go, just based on how any bracket would be set up. You know, the one team would play the winner of four five. The two team would play the winner of three six. It's gonna hell, have to I be don't it. know. It's gonna have to be it. Hell, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, well, okay. So, so that being the case, what we could potentially see here is uh, we'll go the Rowdy Rafter Bunch versus the Daily Llamas. Right. I'm. I'm just gonna go straight on through here. Okay. Yeah. Just, just give me. me give it. me what. Give me what you think's gonna happen. Okay. And then I'm gonna go Rowdy Rafter Bunch. After that, I think they have more scoring power okay. than the Daily Llamas. Okay. I'm going to have to go Dick Knuckle Push going out over again. Two weeks in a row. Right. Against the Bulls. Over the Bulls. To the Bulls. And then if that is the case, we could see the Rowdy Rafter Bunch against the Lemmings. Right. Which would be a juggernaut of a matchup. Juggernaut of a matchup. And then we could see the Hasbins versus the Dick Knuckle Push. 
And guess what? I got to tell you, the, I, this is going to come down to exactly the way I think the playoffs should have shaken out last year. Two teams that should have been in the championship game. They clearly played the better playoff game. And that is going to be the Rowdy Rafter Bunch versus the Dick Knuckle Push. And then it's anybody's game at that point. There you go. We don't even know who could win that game. Who knows? Okay. All right. I like that. So I'm going to give you mine. I'm going to give you mine. I'm ready for this. Okay. Uh, I think somehow, some way, the Lemmings will win their eighth game Jesus. in a row, and they're going to jump into the one spot. I, I really do. I think this team is just scoring too many points, and now they've scored the second most points in the league. So I think they'll end up being in the one spot. The number two, I th- I'm going to have to go uh, with the has-beens um, just because of their point total. Um, and I think that they're going to beat the Toes. I will then go with the Rowdy Rafter Bunch, who I think will beat the Blue Water Tower. Um, I think the Bulls will lose against the Knuckle Push, but based off of points, I will go with the Rowdy Rafter Bunch in the three spots and the Bulls in the four spot. Makes sense. The Knuckle Push will stay pat um, at number five just because unless – you know, one of those other teams lose, you know, Lemmings, Hasbins, or the Bunch would have to stumble for the Knuckle Push to have to jump up a spot or two. Um, so I think everybody winning in the top, you know, two through five, I think all are going to win. So Makes sense. I think that's what we'll go with there. And then I'm going to go with the MFers here. Wow. In the number six spot, just because I just don't. The Llamas have been so inconsistent. That's true. And they're just But we not, like that team. I do like that team like so that much. Team. But for some reason, I think that the MFers are going to somehow pull this out and make the playoffs, which is going to be dangerous. So I have the Lemons and the Hasbins getting a bye. So then I have the Rowdy Rafter Bunch going against the MFers. Um, I think the Bunch would win that game. Yeah, yeah. I think the Knuckle Push would also win. Versus the Bulls again. Against the Bulls two weeks in a row. And just completely put them out of their misery. This one should have been happening all season, let's be honest. <laughs> then I have, so then I would have the Rowdy Rafter Bunch going against the Hasbins in the 2-3 um, matchup in the semis. I believe so. And I think that the Rowdy Rafter Bunch... Has Wait, the well, team? No, they'd be going against the Lemmings, right? It's three six game plays the first the one seed. Is that correct? I thought the three six played oh, the two okay, seed. Okay, they played the two seed. That might probably makes more sense. And then the one seed plays the winner four five. I got it. I got it. So I think the bunch would beat the Hasbins because I just don't. I don't know if the Hasbins can put because the 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 Roddy Rafter bunch have the team to put up 150, 160 points. Anywhere between that 140 to 160. And I just don't know if the Hasbins completely have that. Yeah. I mean, I just I, I don't think this Hasbins team has it this year. Yeah. I just don't think they do. Yeah, I don't either. Um, and then you have, what would I have? The knuckle push against the Lemmings, which I think would be probably the best matchup. That's going to be tough. In the playoffs. Just be based on the fact that both teams can score so many points. 
Both teams have scored a lot of points. Uh, both teams, I think, I mean, they might be the only two teams in the league that have broken 200 twice this so. year. I think so. Actually? Yeah, and I, I, I just think that this this would be the matchup of the playoffs. Um, and depending on what the matchups are for their respective teams yeah, for yeah. that week, which would be, what, week 15? That would be week 15, yes. That would be... Something that we would really have to look into because depending on what who their teams are playing can really change the outlook of how those teams are going to score points. That really could. I'm going to go with a knuckle push, though. Oh, I like this. Just because I, th- I have to think that the Lemmings' luck is going to run out, right? You would think so at some point, but we, I mean, there's just no way of telling anymore. I know. It, just, it seems like just when you think they're going to stop winning, they've put up a ton of points and win again. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, okay, so like week 15 for the Lemmings, Edelman going against Denver. Uh, New Orleans playing Arizona, so that could be good for him because David Johnson will be going against New Orleans. That Okay, well. Uh, Seattle versus L.A. Which is always tough. That's a tough. Always the, tough. Their defense is tough. Uh, Jonathan Stewart versus Washington, which is kind of a juicy matchup for him. Yeah. Um, and then Emmanuel Sanders versus New England, which you never know what New England's going to do on defense. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but Bortles versus Houston. Well, he's going to have Mariota. Oh, yeah, he's got Mariota. So I'm he's sorry, playing I'm sorry. Kansas City, right. which he's is a tough KC. matchup. That's a tough matchup for him. So this could be up. Could be up in the air. Let me let's take. I'm just going to take a look let's at the Nicholas Bush team. I mean, I might, I might as well do it here. Yeah, since uh, we're talking you know, about it. Okay, so week 15, Drew Brees versus Arizona. Okay, Larry Fitzgerald versus New Orleans, which is a pretty good matchup for him, I believe. Absolutely. Demarius versus New England. That's not a guarantee. Le'Veon versus Cincinnati. Good which for is him. Big. McCoy versus Cleveland. Big. Good for him. Kyle Rudolph. Oh wait, and then he'd probably have Delaney Walker in there versus KC, which is that'll which be is tough. That'll be but, tough. Yeah. Forte would probably be in there, and he's against Miami, which is good. Which is, yeah. Good for him. And then in that last spot, it's anybody's call. Um, you, you know, I mean, you well, you have Allen Robinson against Houston. Right. Uh, Theo Riddick, who's in his lineup <laughs> right now against the Giants, which would be fine. Um, you know, Terrence West against Philly, you know, possibly. You know, it just depends on how he wants to play it. Um, but if you look at it projected-wise right now, the knuckle push is projected in week 15 with the lineup that he has right now, and that's with making no changes, Right, is at 153. And that actually... Uh, and the Lemmings... That would actually... Yeah, that's going to be about the same. The Lemmings um, would be approximately 142-ish, just because Mariota is probably going to play. Right. So you're talking 153... To 142 projection wise, wow, which would be cl- you know that's going to be a that's going to be a close game just based on projection wise. So then, if you look at the other semifinal match, which would be the has-beens who has-beens. we have, yeah, let's take a look at this. Their week 15 matchup. This is the type of analysis you're going to get on this program. Absolutely, their week 15. So he probably. You never know what this team he changes I really, so much. I don't much. know who this guy's going to play week to I week. I know. Because, I mean, you know, you have Willie Sneed currently on the bench. Uh, Deion Lewis currently on the bench. Kelvin Benjamin currently on the bench. Randall Cobb's on the bench. So, let's just theoretically, if he makes a couple changes, let's say he probably projects out at 140. If you change a couple things. Yeah, I think he's 140, 145. Let's, let's say that's. 
roughly yeah. what we're looking at. So then if you look at the bunch, who's so rowdy, with, let's see, what his lineup would look like. So he would probably be projected. I mean, this guy could have a pretty big week. Yeah. He has some good matchups. He's got some decent matchups in there. Yeah. I mean, this could be a big week for that guy. Absolutely. Um, so let's say he he probably projects I out. Gonna, I bet he's going to be 150s. In the 150, yeah. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I could see him easily projecting out 150 on this one. So these are going to be two pretty close games. I mean, let's say we're both, both games probably be looking at within five points projection wise, right. and who knows what's going to happen after that. Yeah, I mean that would it would be uh, it would be crazy to think that these games would be blowouts by any if this is the matchups that we would get. I just I I think you know once you get to that point in the playoffs, uh, you're going to see some super close games and some guys fighting hard and uh, playing for keeps. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I think that uh, this week will kind of give us a tell as to how these teams are going to match up going into the playoffs. I mean, those first two weeks or those first two positions to get buys is huge. You know, I mean, you get a week to not have to worry about your team. Um, you know, it's just it's just big to not have to play another playoff game, you know. And then, you know, you have these other teams that are having to. Well, these guys are going to get the rest themselves up That's and right. uh, scout these other teams. Absolutely, it's going to be it makes it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm excited about it, though. Yeah, I'm pumped. Uh, this last week was uh, definitely very exciting. It was very exciting off the field. Uh, there was a lot of activity going on off the field. Uh, I'm a little more stable now. Um, especially now that you're back, thank goodness. Uh, uh making me a lot happier. Absolutely. Uh, I was really lost last week, really in a bad spot, but I'm happy this league's back. I'm happy you're back. And uh, I'm just anxious to get these playoffs started. Yeah, I mean, I I'm I think now we're at the point where we just wish we could skip through this week and get to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh but it'll be fun. This last week will be oh, there's fun. There's one great game. There's All the other games, honestly, they just really don't matter. No, they really don't. I mean, it, if everything pans out the way you think it will, um, nothing's really going to change a whole lot with the standings. You're going to see some shuffling. But, I mean, the biggest game is the Llamas versus the MFers because it's, right. it's winner go to the playoffs, loser goes home crying, you know? Yeah, and uh, we may see some tears this week. I'm hoping for them. I hope we do see some I tears. I shed enough tears last week for somebody to shed some tears yeah, this week. and I think you will. I think you'll see a lot of people uh, tucking their tail between their legs and, and going away yeah, for maybe, the winter. Yeah, I mean, maybe packing their toes away in a boot. Uh, That's right. Maybe in tiny suitcases. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's never, I never can't tell with that team. You can't tell. Yeah, you can never tell. Uh, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens. I'm excited. Next week we'll come back and it'll be playoff talk galore. We'll be just hammering out playoff talk. Yeah, it's going to be a real extravaganza next week. And uh, I just can't wait for it. I can't wait. I bet you guys can't wait. Um, after this real hype episode that we just recorded. That's right. We broke it down. We gave you some predictions. Now we're going to see how they play out. We're going to come back next week. 
we're gonna we're gonna have our selection show. Yeah, it'll be a full of, length episode next uh, week. Yeah, of who is in the playoffs. We'll break down each game. We'll talk about the teams. Uh, probably have a couple special guests. Probably gonna have a couple guests. Got to get some guests on. Talk to some owners that are in the playoffs. Talk to some owners that aren't in the playoffs. Um, and we'll see how it looks out after this week. For uh, Robert and Dean, I bid you adieu. If you guys know the words, sing it. Here it comes. Ready? Let's go. Come on. I'm not a